welcome to another edition of Million Dollar Career. I want to welcome continuing guest host, Craig Picken of North Star Search Group. Uh, Craig represents probably the largest uh, aviation recruiting executive search firm in the country. Again, welcome to the show, Craig. Morning, Rob. How are you? Congratulations on the big win at North Carolina. Duke. It was a big, uh, big Carolina Duke uh, matchup last night, and uh, the right, the right team, uh, the right team pulls it out at the end. So, but, uh, but, uh, but a good game both ways. So we're going to talk about uh, a, a blog that I did. I think it was last Friday that got a lot of uh, feedback, uh, a lot of emails on this for all the obvious reasons. But it's three ways to get that big promotion. Three ways to get the big promotion. I'm going to kick it off with the three ways that I opined. Okay. Number one, the devil's advocate being that person in the meeting that is continually challenging the status quo, coming up with their own solutions. Number two, being able to communicate up and down the line. In other words, being able to communicate up to your boss and then down through your direct reports, if you have any. And the lastly is track and quantify their accomplishments. So let's start off there. The devil's advocate. Uh, what do you think, Craig? What are your thoughts on this? I think the devil's advocate is, I, I, I always, yes, you want somebody to be poking holes in your, your plan. Yeah, where are we going to go wrong? Yeah. There's a fine line, I think, between you know, the devil's advocate you know, pushing, the, pushing the ball forward or being a pain in the neck. How's that? Um, exactly. You know, it's kind of like uh, in the military too, as you know. Uh, the red team. Every time we put together a conop, which is, of course is a concept of operations, a part of that process was you have to red team it, and the red team was always a group of people who were both in your organization and outside of your organization mm -hmm. that would challenge whatever your plan was. That's called red teaming in the military. It's sort of like being a devil's advocate. And like you said, the risk there is, is when somebody keeps raising their hand with objections, but they don't have a solution. Right. Well, that's the whole thing. It's, 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 you know, coming to your, your boss, you know, with a problem or highlighting a problem or just tearing stuff down, you know, with nothing, with no better idea. That's just negative. That's just negativity. Yeah. You know, hey, boss, we got a problem here. Here's three solutions that I suggest. You know, you know, we got we got three things going. We got something going wrong. Here's three things that we could do to fix it. Here's my suggestion. What do you think? You know, all of a sudden now, you know, now you're you know, it's you're giving somebody something to to think about. Um, you know, yeah. it's. It's you know just tearing stuff down and being a devil's advocate just to tear it down, yeah, yeah. that's worth that's worthless. But when you have when you have a better idea or, hey, your idea is good. This might be a hole. This might be a way to fix the hole. Is a solutions based, yeah, devil's advocacy, and that's where and that's where it needs to be. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. You know, that kind of leads into the next one. Communicating up and down the chain of command. Again, this has a lot of military application yep. as a senior NCO, you know, communicating down to the sergeants and then communicating up to the officer cadre, the officer corps. So maybe you could talk about that a little bit in, 
in terms of your experience, how important that was for you in the Navy, you know, to be able to communicate up and down the chain of command. Well, <laughs> yeah, look, communicating up the chain, you know, communicating up the chain. You know, one thing I'm always looking for in the next, you know, high potential executive is somebody who can manage up as well as they can manage down because leadership is about being able to manage both ways. And people yeah. don't think about it. People think leadership. Well, all right, I could lead the people underneath me. Well, no, not really. You know, so, you know, being able to communicate up is having, is, is having a good understanding of what your boss or the organization wants. What do you want? What do you need? And then being able to communicate to them that what they want and need is being fulfilled. So that's the communication up standpoint. You know, yeah. you know that's it. You don't have to say down too. You know and then mean? communicate. Yeah, communicating down to the organization is, hey, look, guys, this is what the mission. Of, this is what the goal is. You know, I'm communicating communicating to you the overall business strategy or the goal. And here's what we're going to do to hit it. Um, here's what we need to do to hit it. So, you know, do we have the right people in the right place? Yeah. Hey, Bob, the, uh, the ops manager, do you have right quality? Do you have the right, you know, manufacturing? Do you have you know, the right, yeah, whatever? Yeah, you have um, to communicate. Yeah, but it's, but it's about, you know, doing that. Extreme ownership. I think you turned me on to this book, didn't you? I did six months ago, I've read this thing several times. Jocko, from your organization, United States Navy, talks about extreme ownership, but really what that is, is a lot of it is communicating up and down the chain of command. It's, it's, it's like, before you blame somebody, maybe you should have told them what you, what you needed first. And then if you make, and then on the other, on, and on the, the opposite side of the same coin, before blaming your boss, maybe you should have asked them what they needed before you went out and did the wrong thing. Look, if there's a problem, 90, I, I, I think that 95% of all problems in business is a lack of communication. You know, and, and I'll, you know, let's talk about General Electric, the, the meltdown of General Electric under Jeff Immelt. Yeah. Immelt had a strategy that was not obtainable. And, and the board of directors who was there to communicate to him that, you know, once again, the devil's advocate, hey, Jeff, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, maybe this isn't really a good idea, Jeff. Uh, what happens if Jeff, you know, yeah. they just rubber stamped his bad ideas. But the whole thing was, you know, was poor communication across the board and caused a, a meltdown in the business. I, I think 95% of all business problems are because two people or two groups of people are just not effectively talking to each other. Right. And, you know, that's it. Um, in the leadership also, the people at the top of the organization who, who require that sort of red teaming or devil's advocacy, it's up to them too to enable and empower yeah. the people uh, underneath them. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me what you need to get it done. Hey, do you think uh, Vladimir Putin 
needs a devil's advocate right now? I mean, do you think he could have benefited? I think uh, he probably, you know, look, <laughs> there's a whole lot of things to be said about Ukraine. I'm reading a whole lot of stuff about Ukraine right now. And, you know, I'm, re I'm reading theories about this is exactly what he wants because it becomes a war of attrition. And he gets to keep that, which, you know, he gets to keep Eastern Ukraine. So I, I don't really know exactly what's going on. But yeah, I think he could have used a devil's advocate. Or yeah. I think he could have used some more effective communication from NATO, yeah. which said, don't go there. You know, if you go there, we will wreck you. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. but Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, and the other thing that makes communication up and down the chain, the, the chain of command or in a corporate environment is emails. Oh, you You just beat me to the punch on that. You know, I mean, if you could just take away the emails and just pick up the phone and call somebody, you could take care of it. I, I had a problem, big issue with a client of mine, actually, just this past week. And I and I had to stop myself from sending another email. And I just said, I'm pick up the phone and, and call this individual. I picked up the phone and, and it was like, after about 10 minutes, the whole situation was solved. Probably yeah. saved me an hour, you know, meticulously writing an email and an email back. I mean, I probably saved the relationship by just picking up the phone and calling somebody. E email is the most, next to Twitter, Twitter is the most. Yeah, yeah. Email is the second the most passive aggressive yeah. communication tool in the world. It's dumb. Yeah, email is dumb. I'm really angry at this person. I will send them an email. Well, yeah. you know, this little iPhone I got, it's 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 an amazing piece of technology. It's got these things called buttons. Yeah, and if exactly. I push and if I push 10 of them, <laughs> yeah. I get a hold of somebody. Yeah, exactly. You pick up, you're mad, you're angry, you're confused, you don't know. You pick up the damn phone and you call them. Email is for Tuesday works great. I may be, you know, I may be running late on Wednesday. Is that okay? What would you like for dinner? Yep. I just sent you documents over. Let's chat if you have questions. Yep. That is email. Yeah. Yeah. Too, no, many people like, too many people like email. I am mad at this person. I am going to write them a long email, which will just certainly cause more communications problems and chaos. And, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, and, you know, most people don't even check their voicemails anymore. You know? Nope. Text. But that's, uh, the, that's the third most passive regret text text hey so 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 far we got two things to get yourself the big promotion number one being an effective devil's advocate okay number two being able to communicate by phone primarily <laughs> up and down the chain of command or meeting people being in the office you know what i mean or face so, to face phone or face to face phone, right? phone or face to face so those are two the third one and you talked about this i think a couple weeks ago tracking and quantifying your accomplishments Yep, have to do that. Mm -hmm. You have to add value, but but not only do you have to add value, you have to make sure that your boss or whoever's making the decisions knows you're achieving value. There's yep. no sense doing anything in secret because you'll never get credit for it. That's yep. why we work. We work to get promoted and to make money, to so that we can protect our families and live good lives. If we're putting forth the energy and in, in the work into doing great things, make sure people know about it, right? Yeah, look, and I think you know a lot. Of, a lot of people are very humble. 
you know, this is, they don't want to be active. They don't want to advocate for themselves because they're humble. Well, that's bragging. Well, you know, look, and sometimes if you're not going to advocate for yourself, who's going to advocate for you? And the answer is nobody, you know, if you, nobody will. Uh, and it's, it's just, that's something I learned in the military. And it's like, if you're not willing to stick up and advocate for yourself, you will get lost in a very big system. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and that's when you say, yeah, it's about, if you're in sales, it's about knowing your numbers. How much, how many sales did you make? What was the margins on those sales? How much money did you make for the company? Weekly, sure. not just, not just, you know, it's weekly, monthly, annually. So when you come up to review time, you say, you know, yeah, here's what I did in January. Here's what I did in February. Here's what I did in March. And it takes away your, it takes away the argument, right? Yeah. If you're customer service, what's the net promoter score? Yeah. You go out and you did surveys with your, your, your customers. Oh yeah. We loved you. Okay. Well, you know, six months ago, only 50% of us loved us. 50% of our customers loved us. You know, we put in a big customer service campaign. Now it's an 80%. Yeah. Yeah. Net promoter rate. And that's the, yeah. You know, things like that. So, but you got to track it. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I can't tell you how many times that previous bosses earlier in my career, like out of college, I had a job with Arthur Anderson. Then I worked for the real estate developer. Then it was an international consultancy, but I can't tell you how many times I would run into a former boss and the boss would say, you know, Rob, you should have spoken up more in those meetings and, and I never realized how much you did for the company until you left and the next guy came. Mm -hmm. And the reason was, was because I was always brought up. I was, I was raised to be humble. I was never a bragger. And I would actually pride myself on doing things the quiet way, like the quiet professional and not being recognized because I had the self-satisfaction. I was doing a great job. I didn't need all the hoopla, but it really negatively impacted my earning power back in those mm -hmm. days because my bosses never really knew what I was doing because there was, there was no drama. I'd go out to San Antonio or, or go to Dallas, super, supervise this great real estate project. It would get done. No problems, no drama. It'd be over and we'd be on to the next one. And nobody would ever really know that I was the guy that pulled a rabbit out of the hat to save that project. So yeah. in retrospect, I should have done more tracking. And uh, what I did after that is I started a routine where I was, I'd have a small note card. And as I did things, as I had these small wins, I'd keep it under my desk blotter or yep. in my top desk drawer. And whenever I would run into the big boss, I'd always have these things readily in the yep. back of my mind. So at the right time in the conversation, when he would ask, so how's things going, Rob? I would be able to tell him, hey, by the way, I don't know if you heard about it, but we did this, this, and this. That's huge, man. Yeah. yeah. Once again, it's communicating. Communicating your benefit. And then ultimately, but it's also not just how to earn a promotion. It's, you know, if you ever decide to go looking for another job, you know, somebody, you know, somebody says, well, what'd you do? What have you been doing? You go, well, hey, look, I was a salesperson and I was the top salesperson at this company because I sold, you know, $5 million of new stuff last year. I brought on board, you know, 20 new clients. My profit margin was this. So, uh, you know, I did great. 
you know, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling yeah. good about, I'm feeling good about everything I did. Right. So, yeah. you know, how, yeah. how do people argue with that? Yeah. Versus, Ooh, I don't really know what I did. Um, how did I do last year? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's a, that, that, that dialogue doesn't get you promoted. It doesn't get you. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, that's very interesting that you brought that up because what you're really talking about is there's a step that you have to do before any of this. And that is, you have to be able to set realistic and mutually agreed upon benchmarks mm -hmm. and metrics, particularly in sales, so that you can meet or exceed those. And actually, when is that done? It's done in the performance review. Mm -hmm. And next week, actually, the million dollar career is going to focus on how to ace the performance your next review. performance review, man. But but so yeah, that's kind that's, of a heads up. But it, that's yeah. yeah. How do you get promoted? You communicate. You communicate yeah. your benefits. You know, if there's if 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 there's some, you know, if there's a hole in the business plan, you know, your job as an executive, your job as a professional is to help the organization get better. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily being a devil's advocate, but it is saying, hey, look, your your strategy is good, but it needs one more thing, or you know. So you, you you bring the you bring the solutions to the problem. You communicate your benefits to the organization. That's and it. That's how, and 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 you track your you track your personal accomplishments, and that's how you get promoted. I mean, it's not a it's not rocket science. That's it, man. You, you nailed it. The devil's advocacy. Know your numbers. Yep. Quantify them. Communicate yep. up and down the chain of command. If you can do those three things, I mean, think about it. If somebody can actually focus and do those three things meticulously. Yep. Definitely going to get promoted. That's Definitely. exactly, but that's exactly it. And if people are feeling stuck, they can never feel Why am I stuck? Yeah. Listen, you know, you just, you just figured, you just heard three ways to get unstuck. Yeah. yeah. So three things you can do to get unstuck. Well, good brother. I appreciate you joining up again this week. Uh, all the best. My, my thoughts and prayers are with the uh, university of North Carolina. Uh, I don't think you'll need it. I think North Carolina is going to be the overwhelming favorite in this thing. Kansas, but, uh, Kansas, and uh, Kansas and Chapel, Kansas and Carolina in the uh, the NCAA finals. It's a good game, but you know the interesting thing is, I love March Madness. Yeah, it is by far the best sports event I think out there in the world. But at the end of the day, the two teams that are in the finals are the two most deserving teams. Sure. They earned their way there, and uh, it'll be a fun game to watch. I only disagree with you on one thing, though. What's that? Brother Craig. I think the most interesting sporting event in the world is coming up in November in a faraway place called Qatar. And the World Cup? The World Cup, man. There's nothing like the – come on, man. There's nothing like the World Cup. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, hey, look, World Cup. I'm, I'm a big Are March you kidding me? Come on. I'm a March Madness guy. <laughs> March Madness is right there, too. The two most – Compelling sporting events has to be March Madness in the World Cup. And if Absolutely. anybody has, and if anybody has a third one, hey, we'll do the three most compelling sporting events in our series of three ways. You know, there you go. Into the docket. But hey, Craig, thanks a lot. And uh, how do people get a hold of you? Anyways, I get a lot of phone calls and emails from you. How do I get a hold of you? Pick, pick up that little iPhone and push those little buttons. Okay. Nine one zero two three one four zero three seven is the uh, best way to get a hold of me. In your email? Craig at NorthStarESG.com. Great, man. 
and people can watch you as well, right? You have your own podcast, um, right? Yeah, I, I just come to the uh, aerospace uh, aerospace executive podcast. Excellent. And we, and we do a lot of we do a lot of these as well. So good. And um, you're on LinkedIn too, right? I'm on LinkedIn, Craig Pickin. Wow, awesome and, uh, man. Well, we're all over the place. Good man. You uh, stay safe. All the best to the family. And people can get a hold of me on Rob at mrfairfax.com. And like I said, the next topic we're going to tackle is how to ace your next performance review. And until then, see you later. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com, or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube, just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.